going to start out in Matthew chapter 16. <clears throat> this uh, bulletin was really nice and uh, very much appreciated. This church kind to me too. And very helpful. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 17. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon and Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And they charged he his disciples that they should tell no man, he was Jesus the Christ. Church authority. The two very humbling doctrines in the Word of God that we believe here today, one is salvation by grace, and the other is the Lord's church. Yeah. I don't know how you uh, feel about the Lord's church. I know there's uh, people all over the world that would uh, say, well, that doesn't sound very humbling when you people say that you're the only church. Well, that's true. But that's got nothing to do with uh, pride or arrogancy or anything about that. God saved us. Us unworthy sinners... And then turned right around and added us into his church. And I'm thankful for both. And I think it behooves me and it behooves you to uh, not back down why one iota as far as uh, the grace of God is concerned and the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We find in our text some very powerful words. Some inescapable words. You can't escape these words. You might uh, run away and run away for a little bit, but you can't completely escape the truth that we find in our text. That Christ built a church Established his church. And then authorized that church. And that authority was an authority that would remain until the Lord Jesus Christ came back. And nothing can change that. I don't want to change it. You know, as I said, that's people all over the world would like to change that. They don't like that. They get 
uh, mad over that, but uh, it's fact. Christ has placed His authority in one place and one place alone. Well, authority to do what? Authority to do whatever we want? No. Authority to do whatever we think uh, sounds good and sounds right. We've seen that uh, down through time. Uh, people decide that uh, they're going to improve on the Lord's work, you know, and come up with uh, something that has always failed. In every case, it has failed. Every deviation from the Word of God has failed and has caused problems in the Lord's churches. But authority, what is this authority that is so binding? Did you catch that? Whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven. Now that's authority. That's authority. I left home, <coughs> left a few men out there, and uh, as an authoritative figure on that farm, I gave them instructions. And I gave them access to my keys, and I told them what I expected them to do. Now, whether that gets done or not, I don't know. I'm just talking about the authority part. I guess the Lord's people are like that too. He, he's told us exactly what to do. And we don't exactly do that, do we? Even though we have authority. And that is why this is so humbling. And that is why that uh, what I'm saying this evening goes along with things that we've already heard in this conference that uh, we have a responsibility to God that we fail and often. You know, authority doesn't make us right about everything uh, as individuals and doesn't make churches right uh, as far as uh, churches go. But when that authority is lined up with the Word of God, then yes, we are right. And yes, what we do is not only bound here on earth, but it's bound in heaven. As independent Baptist churches, we need to recognize that. When Landmark Baptist Church does something under the authority of God and His Word, and they do something, then that is regarded in heaven as an authoritative act and will be regarded as such. Sometimes churches don't like what other churches do, and you know you get into uh, all these uh, situations. But you need to be careful uh, as churches about God's authority. And before you go against the authority of Landmark Baptist Church, you better make sure that uh, you know what they've done is right. And if it is right, you better. 
leave them alone and, and, and stay out of some things. And I'm talking about taking in excluded members and all this. Churches can be wrong. Churches can be wrong. And churches can uh, take in members that have been disciplined if the action by the disciplining church was unbiblical, unscriptural, mean and hateful, and uh, uh, such as that. So, be careful. Be careful with an authority that can be bound in heaven. An authority that stands forever. Brother Gene Kiger and I were bound from singing together at Beauty Ridge Baptist Church ever again. There was a vote taken. Somebody made the motion, somebody second the motion. Boom, all of a sudden, I can't sing for Gene anymore. And it wasn't a joke, it was serious. So we never did sing together, did we? We was afraid that. Didn't want to go against church authority. I don't want... I don't want to embarrass you. <laughs> but uh, New Testament, Sovereign Grace, Missionary Baptist Churches have the only authority on this earth to do the work of the Lord. He said, boy, it's a bold state. He said, now there's a lot of people out here. There's a lot of preachers out here. That are good preachers. There's a lot of preachers out here. Well, they preach sovereign grace. They, they preach a, a, a lot of truth. And you mean to tell me they don't have authority? No. No, they don't have authority. Now, I'm not putting into question their salvation or anything like that. I'm saying that they don't have authority. On earth... Or in heaven, they don't have authority. Well, what difference does it make? What is all this authority? What difference does it make? Well, it makes a big difference. It makes such a big difference that Jesus told us what He told us here in the book of Matthew. So concerning his church, his church has authority on earth and in heaven, so much so that whatever's bound on earth through them is bound in heaven, and whatever's loosed is loosed. God recognizes that. The devil recognizes that. Demons recognize that. Remember those one demons said uh, uh, concerning Paul and Jesus? Well, Paul we know, and or Jesus we know, and Paul we know, but who are you? The devil and the demons themselves know who has authority on this earth. So, 
you know, it's, uh, there's no question as to what Jesus was saying. Baptist churches have authority, Brother Victor, to collect the tithes. No other group on this earth can collect the tithes. Tax collectors can collect the tax money and the and the IRS can come and get some money off of you. And, uh, banks can collect. A lot of people can collect money, but only the Lord's church can collect the tithes. Didn't Brother Big Victor tell us that we were to bring the offerings and the tithe into the storehouse? And did not Paul say upon the first day of the week to... Uh, to bring in according as we hath prospered, to bring in our ten percent and more in a New Testament church, and the church has authority to collect the tithe. The church has the authority to decide what's going to be uh, how that tithe is going to be used. has authority over that. But again, be careful with authority. To whom much is given, much shall be required. You're handling the Lord's money when that money comes in. You just don't throw it out here just for anything. If they need a new backstop down on the baseball field, well... uh, uh, I say let them go out and work and earn the money for it and get it. Shouldn't put the Lord's money there. Oh, it's a good cause. Well, the Lord's money is to be used in the Lord's work. And we authorize that by vote, by majority vote. Some people don't like that. Some people don't like authority. Uh, You know, sometimes they like authority when it comes to organizing churches and things like that. Oh, I believe in church authority. But when it comes to voting on issues and it's something they don't like and something they're in the minority on, then they don't like church authority all of a sudden. You bow to church authority. I don't think they're right. You bow to church authority. Church goes off so far you you can't uh, uh, get along with them and worship with them and agree with them on anything, then uh, I guess you might have to pull out. But bow to church authority when it comes to the Lord's money, when it comes to voting, whatever uh, it might be. Church has authority as far as as ordination is concerned. Do you know that ordination is one of God's checks and balances as far as the Lord's church is concerned? Did you know that the Lord's church has stood true to the Word of God down through time? Uh, One reason being uh, ordination. 
You don't let just anybody pastor a church. Man stands up and says, I've been called to preach. Why, uh, you know, you, you've got to find out something about that man. You've got to find out how he believes and what he believes and what he practices and all that and how he lives. And it's church authorized ordination that, uh, that helps in that and controls that. And Landmark Baptist Church can ordain uh, whomever they want. It's your authority. And again, an authority to be careful with. Authority to be careful with. An authority to be sure about. Sending a man out here on his own with all of the teachings of the Word of God and say, uh, well, here you go. You're uh, in charge of teaching all this to your church or on the mission field or whatever. Be careful. Authority is a serious thing. We have authority as far as the ordinances are concerned. Did you know there was never anyone in this world that has ever been baptized or taken the Lord's Supper except a Baptist? Well, you can't say that. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Take the Word of God and prove me wrong. One Lord... One faith, one baptism. That's it. I don't know how you're getting plainer now. There are not many lords, not many faiths, and not many baptisms. One. Matthew 28, he instructs his church to go out into all the world and do what? Preach the gospel. The Lord's church has the authority from God to preach the gospel. Others have and others do. But I'm saying that the Lord's church has authority to do that. And whether God blesses uh, other preaching and saves souls, that's God's business. I'm talking about authority. My subject is authority. Who has authority to do it? The Lord's churches. So we have authority to go out and preach. We have authority to go out and baptize all those that believe. Now, we can't say everybody in the world has that authority. I let those guys there in Kentucky. I didn't give all of Kentucky authority there on the farm. I just gave this one little group. And they had authority to do what I told them to do. So it is with the Lord's churches. We have that authority. And just as Matthew 16 says, heaven recognizes that. And then when they believe and are baptized into the Lord's New Testament church, then they are taught there, heaven recognizes what took place. 
one day there's going to be a marriage. You know, this, this authority also has, uh, along with it, the opportunity to be in the bride of Christ. The Lord's church is not something that Jesus started and just left out there uh, to people just to, uh, to go haywire with. Authority. The Lord's churches have authority to send missionaries. He makes them. And the church sends them. the way it's always been. Now, uh, again, when we uh, consider things such as this, it is an overwhelming thought when you think about it. That in all the earth, we have authority. That overwhelms the mind. And Almost brings you to uh, to grief and tears over the uh, the fact of our uh, inabilities and uh, our failures and all of that. But God gave us a thought. I tend to believe that God knows what He's doing. Then I want to get to this part. Now here, here's, here's the part that people have trouble with. Everything I've said is over. Oh, that's right. That's right, brother. We're right with you, brother. Right down the line. Authority. We believe in authority. God has, or the church has authority over your life. Woo. Oh, no, they don't. Oh, yes, they do. Members of Landmark Baptist Church, this church has authority over your life. You show me Bible, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Here we see a fellow... Just living his life however he wanted to. He's a member of a church, but he's living a dangerous, reckless, shameful life. This, this Baptist was. It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as is not so much as named among the Gentiles that one should have his father's why? I'll tell you, we're living in a time of people doing things a few years back you couldn't even imagine what people are doing now. You couldn't even imagine. Now, these kids are in these homes and they're seeing all this stuff and then they're going to grow up and they're going to think, well, that, there's nothing wrong with that. You know? And then maybe they want to come to your church and 
be a member of your church, and then all of a sudden, you know, here they are. They, they've had this lifestyle uh, driven into their minds, and uh, they revert to that, and there you go. I'm saying it can happen. Don't think it can't happen. And you are puffed up, have not rather mourned that uh, he that hath done this deed might be taken away uh, from among you. They, they should have been ashamed and they weren't. They were puffed up. Well, I told Billy Bob, but you know how he was. You know how he is. Old Billy Bob, he can't help himself. We're not gonna, we're not gonna hurt his feelings or nothing like that. You know, just let him go. For I verily, as absent in body but present in spirit, have judged already, as though uh, I were present concerning him that hath done uh, this deed. And Paul said, "My uh, vote's already cast as far as what ought to happen to this fellow." You ought to have your mind made up now. What you going to do when something like this happens? Don't sit around and wait till. Uh, and get caught off guard and say, oh, what do we do now? You ought to know right now what you do. Whether it be your son or your daughter or uh, or your family, whoever it might be, you ought to have your mind made up right now what ought to be done. I've seen down through the years, you know, uh, discipline, it's all right for uh, other families. Would you better leave my family alone? I heard a man uh, say one time, I'll never vote again to discipline one of my own family members. And he was proud of that. He just like this, these people here, you know, puffed up. I'll never do that again. That's my family. Well, you better have your mind made up now because you've got the authority. And you've got to do something with that authority. And everybody in the church has got to be on the same page as far as this authority goes. I honestly believe that the offender, the offender's family, ought to be the ones that make the motion to discipline them in a case like this. That's my belief. And uh, I've practiced that myself. So I'm not telling you to do one thing and me do something else. It wasn't fun. And I hated like everything to do, but I did it. Do it. Do it for the sake of the church. Well, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you're gathered together in my with and my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. You got authority to do that. To deliver them for the destruction of the flesh, that uh, they may be brought to repentance and brought back to the church. Your authority does that. Your authority to ignore them and leave them does not help them. We see that same authority uh, over in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 uh, and verse 5 when this individual is uh, 
restored back to fellowship. Paul says, But if any have caused grief, he hath not grieved me, but in part that I may not overcharge you all. Sufficient to such a man is the punishment which was inflicted of many or the majority. Majority rules uh, in a Baptist church. I've heard of churches saying you're going to have 75%, you're going to have 90%. I've heard all kinds of things. The majority rules. Uh, a church walking in the Spirit of the Lord uh, most of the time have 100%. on these important issues. Church of thought. Respecting it. Acts chapter 1, 23, 26, we see them there casting lots. We don't do that now. We vote. No. We vote now. The casting of lots was the work of the Holy Spirit. Well, when we vote, praying in the Spirit, the Spirit leads us, and uh, it's just as miraculous. When the New Testament church baptized in the Holy Spirit, don't we have power with God still yet today because of that? So when we vote, then that vote is to be respected by uh, the membership of the church. I guess I'll quit. Thank you.